This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI dealing with total technical collapse around these parts. So bear with us if this next segment is a little bit choppy, but it's Tuesday. It's the end of the show, which means we wrap things up with the weekly news quiz. <laughs> yeah, there's, we're not hearing the sound. But apparently there is indeed sound coming down the pipeline. Let's see if we can try to make this quiz happen by welcoming in our contestants, Karen McGee, Ryan Dillahanty, and Alex Smythe. Hello, Karen. Good morning. Guys, I'm not hearing Karen, which also makes me assume I'm not going to hear Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hello. Good morning as well. Guys, we may not be able to do a quiz here because if I can't hear Karen and Ryan, I'm not going to know their answers and we're not going to be able to do a quiz I could go one-on-one with Alex here, (laughs) which may be what we're going to do here. Uh, Well, just instead of us, like, wrapping up the show completely and and throwing in all the towels, let's not not quit it all the way through. Alex, what do you say we go one-on-one with a couple of news quiz questions here before we say goodbye? Yeah, let's do it. Let's give it a try. You know, we'll see how how, uh, top of mind I am on the news. (laughs) All right. So question one was going to go to Karen McGee. At the COP27 climate summit in Egypt last week, several countries pledged new financial help to poorer nations for damage caused by climate change. Which country did not agree to do so? Ooh, interesting. Um, There's a few off the top of my head, but I will ask for the options. Was it Russia, Germany, or the United States? Mm. I'm going to go with Russia. That is incorrect. It oh. is the United States. They did not offer financing. Even as many European countries promised to support poorer countries affected by climate change. Alex, question number two was going to go to you. So okay. this seems very okay. appropriate that it's staying with you. Thank Buyers you. paid more than $1.5 billion last week. An auction record for which items from the estate of Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen? I, I did not hear this one. I'll need the options. Yeah, we were focusing on like dinosaur bones and Tyrannosaurus yeah. Rex skulls uh, last week on the show. So was it his six West Coast homes, his art collection, or his three super yachts? Um, geez, I mean, all of them are just ridiculous. They all sound like $1.5 billion price yeah, tags. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I was like, oh, maybe one will stand out. Okay, so it's real estate. It's artwork or it is... Super yachts. Super yachts. Uh, I'm going to go real estate. No, it was the art collection. Alan was a prolific art collector with more than 150 (laughs) masterpieces in his collection. All of the proceeds went to philanthropy as he had directed. This question was going to go to Ryan, but again, makes its way to Alex. (laughs) Alex, in last week's midterm U.S. election, one state set a record for the amount of money spent on campaigning. Nearly $375 million was spent in this state. Who was the candidate who, excuse, let's just focus on the state. Which state do you think received that kind of money spending on advertisements? 
Okay, so in my mind, there's immediately two. It's either going to be Pennsylvania or it's going to be Georgia. Both were hotly contested. Both kind of were very high profile. I'm going to say it was Georgia. No, your other instinct was correct. It was Pennsylvania where John Fetterman beat Dr. Mehmet Oz. $375 on one election campaign. It's a lot of money, man. (laughs) After every one of these American elections where they're like, oh, yeah, campaign spending was like $50 billion. I'm like, democracy is getting a little too expensive. Yep. Uh, Alex, let's jump into (laughs) round number two where you hold a commanding lead uh, against nobody else. Well, no, I think you got got one question, right? Didn't you? No, I'm I'm zeros across the board. Are we we 0 for 3 so far? Yes, we are. All right, so I'm winning (laughs) 3-0. The house always wins, as you know. Alex, the first question of round number two. Over the weekend, members of the BC Liberal Party began voting to improve the new name of the party. What is the new name being considered? Now, by the way, this was in my regional news update yesterday, but you were on the ground yeah. at the Odin conference. Yeah, so I, I'm out of the loop again. I'll, I'll have to hear those options. Was it the BC Alliance, BC Forward, or BC United? Ooh. I mean, BC United just sounds a lot like DC United, which is the uh, the soccer team in the MLS. I'm going to say, what was the first option? BC BC Alliance. BC Alliance. I'm going to go with that one. Incorrect. BC United, which you're right, does sound like a soccer team. It's a soccer team. Yeah, you just swap the B for the D. Okay. And we're supposed to know the results of that. Actually, by tomorrow was the report on the membership voting on that one. So the BC United party. Uh, Let's go to the question number two of round number two. In the wake of Elon Musk's acquisition of Twitter, many users have jumped to which open source alternative social media app? Oh, I I know this one. I just can't think of it at the top of my head. So can I get the options? Please? Is it Truth Social? Is it Mastodon or is it Ippo? It is Mastodon. That is correct, Alex, yes. with a point on the board. One in the win column there. <laughs> on Mastodon, you post a toot instead of a tweet. This one goes to Alex, originally (laughs) destined for Karen. (laughs) Yesterday, Russia announced they were banning comedian Jim Carrey and 100 Canadians, as well as this well-known author. Who is the writer? Hmm. Okay, interesting. Uh, Paul Paul loves to put these questions where there's a specific answer when there could be 100 specific answers. Yeah, exactly. Now, is this a Canadian author? Can I ask for that kind of clarification? Uh, Based on Paul's options... Which one of them is American? Um, <laughs> Not necessarily. Okay, I'll ask for the options just to make it more clear. <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> Margaret Atwood, Stephen no. King, or Douglas Copeland? You know, I was going to uh, say Margaret Atwood. That's correct. Okay. Russia's foreign ministry announced Monday that 100 Canadians have been added to the list of people banned from entering the country in response to sanctions against Russia by Canada. We now move into round number three, where I believe you're making a comeback here, Alex. I believe it's you two and the game four. So the game is at four and you're at two. So still lots of opportunities for you to jump in here. So Cole's CEO, Michael Gass, announced last week, or Michelle Gass announced last week, that she's leaving the company to become president of which clothing firm? This one was vaguely familiar. I will need the options. Was it Nordstrom, Eddie Bauer, or Levi Strauss? I'm going to go with Nordstrom. That is incorrect. The game now holds a 5-2 to two lead and a commanding <laughs> advantage with two questions left. Investors were pushing for a shakeup of Cole's management. Alex, it's crunch time now. I know. Like now, now you can't even be asking for options. You got to try to be swinging for the fence. I know. I got to go for this. Is clearly why I need Karen and Ryan here because I can (laughs) steal from their their failed (laughs) answers that I can like whittle it down. 
Oh, my gosh. Okay. Princess Martha Louise is no longer representing which country's royal family? I will go with the Netherlands. Ooh, so close. It's Norway. Norway. The options would have been Norway, Belgium, or Denmark. So I guess Holland wasn't even really there it for you. But, uh, yep. you okay. know, Norway, Netherlands, it's in, it's in the There's vein. Yeah, no. The princess will instead focus on alternative medicine, a business she runs with her fiancé, self-professed shaman, Derek Verrett. So there you go. Giving up on royalty to be a, a shaman. S- shaman. Yeah. Eh, you know, free to each their own. Yeah. Uh, Okay, this was one from the world of sports. Okay. And I missed this one. Typically, I'm usually on this, but I'm off. I missed this one. This Major League Baseball team announced Caroline O'Connor as its new president of business operations. What team was it? Interesting. Yeah, I I didn't hear this one either. I'll, I'll take the options. The options are the Seattle Mariners, the Miami Marlins, or the Atlanta Braves. I'm going to go with the Miami Marlins. That is correct. Yeah. Alex, making the game a little more competitive down the stretch here. The Marlins announcement made them the first U.S. major sports franchise to have women serving simultaneously as president and general manager. Miami made history by hiring Kim Ng as general manager in November of 2020. Alex, we have time for the tie-breaking question. Even though there is no tie to break. Last question. Which actor... Well, you can you can see the answer through my paper. I, I'm can't not you? looking. I'm, okay. I'm looking at the camera. You promise? No, I my peripheral vision is, is a good uh, cheap proof uh, blinder for me. <laughs> Alex, which actor who played a major character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe was named People's Sexiest Man Alive last week? It was Chris Evans. That is correct, and that is also the correct assessment of Chris Evans. Best biceps in the game. Best biceps in the game. The other options were Chris Hemsworth, who also probably would have had a shot at I, that. Or Tom Holland, who had no shot at all. That is not the sexiest man alive right there. That's just, that's just you know, a dweeb. And with that, the winner is... Me. I won. Yep. I'm the winner. Quizmaster finally takes home a big W with the weekly news quiz. Uh, Alex, thank you for that. Thank you for playing along as uh, we had some major technical snafus and meltdowns around this studio. So big thank you to Eliza and Bruce and Dan and Kingsley and Leanne and Ray and our tech services team who tried to uh, bail us out but couldn't quite get all the hamsters back onto all the wheels for us. And we want to thank you for your patience as you deal with our perpetual cycles of technical madness here on now with dave brown we promise you that we're working on it and i promise you hopefully that we'll be back again tomorrow morning at 9 a.m eastern time for another edition of the show with more great interviews that alex did at the ontario disability employment network's rethinking disability conference two more interviews coming your way from some of the great folks who are on location as that conference continues to take place in the greater toronto area over the next few days Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.